Hello, 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 and welcome back to The Wafflers. It is season two, episode nine, overall. I am <laughs> I am today's host, Ellie. I hope you remember me. And I am, I am here with my lovely co-hosts, Beatrice and Dina. Say hi. Hey, welcome back to The Wafflers, where we aim to make social justice digestible. Indeed we are, and today we're going to be talking about makeup. The pros of using makeup, the cons of using makeup, uh, why we use makeup on a daily basis or when we use it, and so on, you know? Um, So to start off, ladies, could you please tell us about your relationship with makeup? So we'll let our guest of honor today, Dina, (laughs) do her introduction (laughs) first. Well, I have a, I guess I have an overall positive relationship with makeup. I do enjoy a good like skincare to makeup routine that um, involves, I guess, a, a minimalist collection of makeup because makeup can be expensive. And I am yeah. like a weekend connoisseur of makeup <laughs> because when I wake up in the morning, there's just not enough time. Yeah, definitely. Barefaced so, because of time, not because of choice. <laughs> Definitely. Well, on the contrast, um, myself as Beatrice, I started wearing makeup around the age of 12, 13, very young, I have to say. And when I started wearing makeup, it was really during the rise of a lot of beauty YouTubers. And so very quickly, I was thrust into this whole very full face, very full coverage makeup. And it is something that I've chosen to step away from because it did highlight a lot of negative emotions and insecurities, which kind of is associated with regular consumption of makeup in some cases, but we can talk more about that later. And so Ellie, what's up with you and makeup? I can see you've got very nice eyeliner wings on today. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I I wear eyeliner basically. I wear eyeliner basically on a daily basis, but growing up, I did not wear a lot of makeup. Um, When I first started buying it, when I was maybe 14, my parents found it very odd when I started wearing it and they would always comment like, you know, but you look so beautiful without makeup. Um, But I started wearing makeup more often when I was probably 16 years old and I started buying it myself. And like I said, I wear eyeliner on a daily basis. I do full coverage on like more artistic stuff when I have the time. Um, it is, it is con- time consuming to, to, to do full coverage like makeup. So uh, yes, but I do do my eyeliner because I enjoy it. Um, yes, <laughs> but moving straight on, it seems like we all have a rather positive relationship with makeup at the moment um maybe not so beforehand so please dina talk to me about your positive or the benefits of makeup to you well i wanted to actually comment on beatrice's um thing about the growing up and having like at our prepubescent kind of age uh, having these all these beauty like gurus on Definitely. YouTube that yeah like they were at the forefront like um uh, like Zoella at that time and I don't yeah. know who else like 
all the makeup collections. But one thing that actually, like, and K- Kylie Jenner's lip kit. <gasps> iconic, <say>? iconic. <laughs> if you didn't have a Kylie yeah. Jenner lip kit, then you were not at the front of makeup. You were not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, but the thing is, the, the the one thing that stopped me as a kid doing all this makeup was because like it's cool. the makeup that was popular was quite expensive, and even like the drugstore makeup, my um, my mom didn't want to buy it. Like she's she has never been herself into heavy makeup, especially like full coverage makeup. So she just kind of said, "It's stupid. I'll buy you one <laughs> lip kit." And then I went around with bronze color on my lips for like literally all of summer when I was 13. So, I mean, I had a black. Laughable. Yeah, I had a black. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> nobody can <laughs> like. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think that uh, that did shape a little bit. I started wearing it, and now I can see that I get to kind of. I have an allowance and I can make decisions on what kind of makeup I want to buy or my mom sees more reason to kind of allow me to get more makeup because I'm already I can make more adequate choices and that brings me to talk about that fact that to me now makeup is more of a coping mechanism especially during this lockdown in Sydney where you can't you don't have a good structure of the day and I think many people can relate when they are in a either tight restrictions or a lockdown when uh you just don't have anything like any goals so on the weekends when I don't have online school I take time to do my makeup despite not having anything to do the day and my parents kind of look at me like why do I have why the hell do I have a full face of makeup on when we're gonna go for a walk and maybe put and get a fishing rod out and (laughs) but to me it's more important because like it's not about the way I look to other people is about just a little ritual to start my day and because I get to look at myself in the mirror and kind of think about oh I like the way this looks on me I kind of like this and I'm happy I get to do this and to me it's just uh helps me uh start my day and recently I don't know if you all watched about a video about how to get ready like a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever but they say the importance to success is having a good routine and I mean I mean maybe I don't need to be have a millionaire kind of morning routine but I definitely think for success and a good mental health it's important to at least have some kind of um uh things you cannot compromise on mm-hmm. in order to stay kind of yourself yeah. definitely and definitely. I think yeah. it's I suppose to sum up, it's kind of a form of self-care for all three of us. Mm, And even though there's no reason or rhyme to do it, it's something that makes us feel better about ourselves. It can also be a form of expression with all the colors and trying to make yourself look all dressed up nice when, you know, sometimes internally we may be going through something, but externally we can still, you know, put that effort in taking care of ourselves because it does help our psyche quickly say as well yeah buying makeup is also a form of therapy like when you go into a makeup <laughs> store and you get to see and choose what kind of lipstick you want to get or, oh my gosh yeah eyeshadow palette i think it's also a really cool aspect retail of, therapy yeah yeah i mean yeah. like i literally started doing eyeliner of a morning not just because it's fun but like it with lockdown it 
felt so hard to actually felt like I was putting purpose into my day. Mm-hmm. So like even just putting eyeliner on and actually putting on a shirt that makes me feel not dressed up, but just at least like I've put effort into the way I present myself. It boosted my my mood for that day, like by like five five times more like positive and ready to start work or whatever. So I completely understand. Mm-hmm. And I suppose in true waffler's fashion, we have waffled on about this point a little too laboriously, but it's all right. I mean, we could talk about makeup forever, just as I can yeah. talk about this next topic forever. <laughs> um, so as you can see, to our viewers who are watching this on Instagram, perhaps with our video, we have chosen some very fitting virtual backgrounds for us uh, today. And so as you can see, Gina's routine is marked by the lipstick to COVID mask. And mine is marked by this very attractive human right here. So this is a member of BTS, for those who don't know, Kim Taehyung. And I wanted to talk about how makeup is being uh, used as a form of being in touch with your femininity and that it's not limited to women. Of course, for us, it is uh, as uh, women identifying people, but definitely it's also been used by a lot of men in recent years definitely i remember still early 2016 as well when james charles was becoming more and more prevalent because of his cover girl obviously not endorsing james charles but kind of talking about that in breaking gender stereotypes and gender norms and so i want to highlight some of the k-pop idols that have been using this in a very sometimes machismo culture where everyone and all men are kind of conditioned into thinking that self-care is a form of femininity when really it can be about amplifying yourself and feeling good about yourself so another member of bts uh called jin would always say like i'm worldwide handsome and really taking pride in what he looks like and i think that's a form of as well them doing their own makeup and taking care of their hair and things like that it doesn't have to be feminine or doesn't have to be you know gay it can just be a form of self-care it can be therapeutic and it can be a form of expression as well and um it's of course part of their job to look their best but also it's part of them to be able to put their best foot forward and to be confident in what they're doing on stage and in promotions whatever that may be so that's kind of my take on makeup and how it's being used in society as a whole to elevate experiences for everybody not just women and not just people who you'd expect to wear makeup i definitely agree with that yeah sorry i just wanted to say that i personally like how k-pop like stars as but more normalize it like you don't you you don't see it at least me who's been like consuming more and more like k-pop culture i when i go into like a korean drama or korean like a k-pop video i it doesn't seem odd to me or um particular like or gay how i've heard people refer to it like i don't like it's surpassed any kind of to me it's a new normal Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And it should definitely be adopted into more western media and western cultures. I think it's oh, it's overdue really. It's very much a Korean thing, but it should definitely be adopted everywhere. I think it's so normal and nothing's wrong with it at all. Yeah, and 
I definitely like believe in the fact that it's so wonderful to see how makeup can boost someone's confidence like even though you need to appreciate yourself and how you look naturally even like with a basic little eyeliner or just doing very light foundation or whatever it is to see people be able to put that on and feel they can walk out and portray themselves through makeup is so cool which moves me on to my point which Mm -hmm. is the use of makeup for like both empowerment and protest so this lovely piece of art right here is from an instagram account from Matt XIV, mm-hmm. who has become quite well known for political um, or not necessarily political, but depending where you are, political posts regarding inclusivity, specifically surrounding the queer community. So you see a lot on there about uh, the stigma around having HIV or AIDS or. Um, men wearing makeup or like whatever it is and is very open about the fact that he is queer or wears makeup and is a man that does so um i just i think that there is this huge not huge but the stigma around the idea that makeup is hiding who you are which I've actually come to really disagree with. I used to be very against makeup when I was younger because mm-hmm. I had people who, around me who wore makeup and I was always thinking, you know, I love my natural self. I'm at, I have come to peace. I'm at peace with who I am naturally. Mm-hmm. But actually, I've come, the more I've used it, you're really able to express who you are with the world and show that you, it foregoes those gender norms, right? Like you said, Beatrice. And so when you see posts like this that use makeup to forego stigmas and social norms or whatever, it's just creating this idea of diversity and letting, like, how do you say it? Forgoing discrimination, you know? And I think that's why nowadays makeup has become a really big source of empowerment particularly mm. on instagram yeah. you see so many more accounts that use makeup as an art form to talk about political issues or personal problems whether it be like uh, body image or discrimination against the queer community or um what else asian hate in america you you're constantly seeing mm-hmm. this kind of artwork popping up on your feed And it's a really, it's become a really useful tactic to bring those issues to light as well. If you know what I mean, particularly for me, if as someone who is constantly on Instagram, I've been come aware of these issues a lot more. Definitely. It catches the eye. It definitely catches the eye and it's very... Exactly. Draws the I'm also more grateful that um, makeup is kind of presenting a bit of a shift from like necessarily using it to look presentable Mm -hmm. to a more like expressive art form at least I'm not sure about everyone or if it's more personal but uh these kind of the media I'm consuming it shows makeup more as an art form rather than something you have to do and 
for that mm-hmm. I'm grateful because when I do makeup to me it's per- a personal thing rather than I'm feeling like that is how I need to present myself mm-hmm. in the world it's a choice and it's highlighting yeah. not hiding who you are bring mm-hmm. to like exactly. features that you like so if I'm wearing eyeliner it's because I want everyone to look at my eyes if I'm wearing lipstick yeah. it's like I want everyone to see that I you know I have chosen a really nice color to go with my outfit today things like that mm. yeah. yeah just a way of like self-expression that's not just through clothing or hairstyle it's you know mm. it's now turned to well makeup it's not necessarily to succumb to beauty standards or to hide how you your insecurities it's more like this is who I am mm-hmm. suck like suck it people like (laughs) deal with it (laughs) but like you know that being said there's also quite a few consequences that come Mm -hmm. with either using makeup or consuming makeup or seeing it in the media I I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys uh agree with that or not what do you guys think definitely I'll start really quickly it's one about I suppose the health issues that can arise from using makeup too much it can give you um I don't know if your mom has ever told you or a youtuber has ever said don't go to bed without removing your makeup it's true because it's going to ruin your skin I mean not all of the products are produced very kindly and very ethically to an extent because it can react with your face especially with me who i've I've got um atopic dermatitis so skin contact eczema so when i'm wearing a lot of makeup uh best believe my eyes after eyeliner mascara eyeshadow my eyes are irritated they're itchy my eyelids are painful so definitely it's an issue that has to be addressed i think in terms of not only like skin type diversity versus skin color diversity of course we're seeing more and more brands come out with that but we do want it to keep evolving keep changing and keep becoming inclusive for everybody and and of course for me when i was younger i really wanted to do makeup because i had insecurities and because i didn't feel confident enough in my own skin which I'm kind of glad in a way that I couldn't wear as much makeup as I wanted to because my skin was so terrible <laughs> because it's <laughs> helped me to be more confident with a bare face and say, you know, I look good with or without makeup and I'm still, you know, worthy of being looked at and being called, you know, pretty or beautiful with or without makeup. And that's kind of related to what Dina is going to talk about, isn't it? Well, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about, you know, how Um, layers and additional that we spoke about earlier. That I suppose when you keep on seeing yourself with makeup and without those insecurities that you might not be proud of. So for me, for example, it would be like my nose and things like that. The more that you see yourself with these layers and the more, it's harder to detract oh. from that and it's harder to yes. take yourself away from that idealized picture of yourself. Yeah. Uh, kind of with the routine of doing makeup, you 
become you like at least for me i start to be like oh i really like that face that i see and then it's harder to then go back to being a bare face by the way i wanted to say that all of that you too my panel thank you for the beautiful hosts have beautiful bare faces and that uh i've that i see how you do makeup beautifully and go without makeup beautifully and uh, i wanted to highlight that um going to school or is for me really helps remember and that time pressure that uh bare face is okay because and like the interactions you have because on a weekend uh the cons is that you have more time but i'm really grateful for being able to go to school and kind of face that uh like have a more forceful in- interference with um uh my makeup routine that forces me to like continue be exposing myself to the world with a bare face and that therefore building my confidence when i interact with people because uh that way i have a good base of people around me that see me naturally and um make me feel confident that way as well not only then do i have to rely on makeup for confidence which i think is also good and bad to an extent mm-hmm. yeah i and i think that i'm not sure if you guys feel this way but you can also turn the tables in the way that you can feel just as insecure wearing makeup as you can when you're not wearing any i when i first started wearing a full face of makeup on a daily basis during like some summer holidays or christmas holidays i became really insecure with how people would see or how people would feel about me suddenly wearing makeup when you know we'd have work functions here for my parents and we had a lot of people here we had a pride party i decided to wear makeup a full face of makeup and it was super obvious it was like bright purple and pink and i loved it I enjoyed doing it like all of my anxiety just went out the door but as soon as I went down I was like holy cow I'm wearing a full face of makeup and these people barely know me and I'm like 17 years old what are they going to think and I've actually come to I've had like you Beatrice I've had dermatology issues I have a lot of eczema on my face but after I've kind of gotten used to that I'm more confident with just eyeliner than I am with a full face of makeup which kind of does lead me into my con which is like the perfectionism that comes with doing makeup mm-hmm. on a daily basis i once had a full on breakdown when my eyeliner wasn't even by like the slightest angle and i had my sister consulting me comforting me saying ellie it's okay you look beautiful like nobody's going to know and i'm like yes but i know which i think mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's an issue for you guys but once you do start doing makeup and you do get good at it those days where you have like it's just an off day and say you can't do your eyeliner or you don't have the time it can really mess up how like your mood for that day and how you cope with that day because that little thing that you're usually able to do you you can't do so it really gets you it can really feed into your insecurities and into your anxiety so i think that's definitely a big issue particularly with like around the stigma of kind of wearing full face of makeup or there's just a general like 
people who wear makeup are insecure you know mm. and which i've i've obviously started to feel less but obviously it's still running through my veins so i i definitely think when you begin wearing makeup there's like a it's a love-hate relationship you know oh and from that also i like how you said like the kind of going down to the guests and going with the full face of makeup because I, I do relate to that in some point where my makeup training has been really slow because I'm a, I, like, I kind of I'm afraid of kind of covering up my red cheeks because then I I look in the mirror and I'm like that's not me who am I this is not what yeah with the eyebrows or like I, I don't do like coloring the eyebrows because I feel so different to me that I can't present myself to the outside world and I don't know if yeah. you guys feel the same way but like I have kind of a little fear of full coverage full face glam looks because it feels like a mask so to me I feel like I go for a little minimalist makeup look simply like adding a layer as I get comfortable navigating the waters I mean for ladies who wear makeup on a, a some like probably a weekly basis do you guys have any personal recommendations i know i have a few if you guys wanna yes you wanna yes show show us all of course so a big like i suppose aspect of makeup that has yet to be addressed by uh us in, in kind of an excessive manner in this episode is the idea of sustainable makeup and sustainable yes. fashion, sustainable makeup, and just like the ways we get ready. And obviously, as young people, sometimes you know we're a little bit broke, a little bit not enough money mm. to fill our pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's really important to balance that. And we're we should definitely do an, an, a fuller episode on how sustainability is not always sustainable for people and for financial reasons and I think that's something that we can look at in a future episode but I digress and so my first that yeah is that is it like well yeah I guess sorry for interrupting but like (laughs) looking at ethics and how ethics go with sustainability and whether like looking at sustainability is the main ethic or like in makeup the ethic of producing enough makeup Mm -hmm. for all kinds of different people like dermatology related mm-hmm. or skin color so many related because there's so many beauty trends and fast spaces, fashion way how can you fit it all exactly and, yeah. so this is make- only show us right your makeup choices. show us your makeup <laughs> this is only a i want to know 20 or 30 minute episode about our introduction to makeup and its benefits but and its drawbacks but we'll talk about some favorites some favorites that we want to highlight that are pretty good pretty good for the environment pretty good for animals and i will start with glossier makeup the very it's very art kid brand in my opinion it's very minimalist there's a big blush Mm. stain on mine this is cloud paint it looks like a little tube of paint and um so it's a beautiful color it's in uh, dusk so for anyone who is interested it's very beautiful to look like beatrice yeah and minimalist (laughs) and Glossier is actually almost 100% vegan and the only reason they're not vegan is because they use honey in some of their products so very natural Mm. and they're 100% cruelty free and their issue with um, environmental packaging is 
that actually every time they have an online order and order, they give you a reusable pink pouch. And while this is eco-friendly because no plastic and kind of waste of paper and things like that, it is terrible if you're <laughs> somebody that uh, continually buys from Glossier because then you have pink pouches that are never used. But definitely Glossier is still one to look out for. Hundreds of empty pink pouches is still better than a plastic bag that is going to take forever to biodegrade in in a uh, landfill somewhere. Because your friends and family could always use pink pouches. Why not? Pink is a beautiful color. (laughs) Definitely. And in a similar vein, milk makeup right here. Love it. Love, love, love. This is the holographic sick. And Milk Makeup is certified cruelty-free. It doesn't just say it's cruelty-free. It's certified by Leaping Bunny that it's cruelty-free. And is, despite the name, is 100% vegan. And it's also paraben-free. And paraben can really damage your skin, can really affect you health-wise. So it's really important for those sensitive skin makeup users like Ellie or I. And then lastly, a little bit pricier, I mean significantly pricier than the other ones, is Hourglass. And they do have some eco-friendly products, but they're very devoted to anti-cruelty. And this is shown in the fact that whenever you online order from the Hourglass website, they donate 1% of all the revenue towards the non-human rights project. So it's not just in the production, it's after as well in the sale. And I think that's really important. So their foundations are very full, full coverage. And for me personally, as an Asian woman, I've never had a problem looking for my shade. There's as well the ambient lighting blush and the lighting edit palette for anyone who likes to look at blush and highlighter or in a mix of those two, they have a very unique style. And as you can tell, I really like my blush recently and my highlighter. So those are my top three recommendations kind of going down in price range as well. Hina, your turn. Well, I would just want to say that I'm not particularly able to always go for sustainable makeup, firstly, because like Mm -hmm. the variety isn't as great. Like there's no, it's harder to find um, completely eco-friendly makeup, especially that works for you. but personally, the way I try to stay sustainable is just not having a lot of it. I have a very mm-hmm. petite makeup collection, just of the essentials that I need, I think. And personally, I think when it gets out of hand is when you have bottles of the same color lipstick and like bottles of hundreds of foundations. I think excessiveness is what makes it unsustainable. But if you have like a trusty foundation, it's not useful to give it up if it works for you because if you use it if you just use it and you love it and you don't have bottles of all kinds of different ones that you never use and just throw out that's unsustainable so i i kind of take the use it till the last drop method Mm. any recommendations in particular um or or shall i beauty matchstick but they discontinued the like the whole array of different colored matchsticks which i'm really heartbroken about because it was such an efficient way of doing concealer uh and then and investing into a like an ethical brand um yeah so but now i'm also using like nas and benefit but 
those are debatably not the most sustainable brands. I must say, I do love my Fenty Beauty. Can you see this? This is mm-hmm. my soft matte powder foundation. It is super good for people with both sensitive skin or don't want to wear light coverage foundation. Mm-hmm. It covers my beauty, like my my red spots, like so well is insane but that's not my recommendation my personal recommendation is the one and only Colourpop I I've bought from Colourpop a few times now and I'm a really big fan mainly for their uh, pretty fresh tinted moisturizer as someone who has dry red eczema ridden skin it's been really good when I want to wear foundation but I don't want the consequence of it consequences of wearing foundation so it comes here in this little tube and it's also really affordable and it's very light coverage but it feels really good on the skin as well and it keeps you hydrated throughout the day and then like I said the affordability of Colourpop is one of the main reasons I ordered from them online this is one of my favorite palettes that I ever use this is meant to be and it's a nine nine pan palette and it cost me nine dollars which is insane considering i have a 70 dollars palette in my makeup collection that i was gifted so just the fact that it is really affordable if you do want to use makeup and you want to get creative they have so many palettes and they are mostly vegan they claim that they're cruelty free but you might want to check up on that <laughs> i mean and yeah if you're someone who just wants to do more than just like your daily natural makeup but you don't want the price that comes with a lot of places like Anastasia Beverly Hills or even Fenty Beauty these these colorful eyeliners cost me like how many like 12 US and I got five of them and they're really good quality and they're really nice on the skin it Colourpop is one of the few products I have that don't make me flare up the way that always I have good, my, uh, always best. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those are my personal recommendations. Just and- to add, Elle. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to add that while Ellie was talking away about Colourpop, I checked up on Fenty Beauty, and while also being very inclusive and started by a black woman, you should add that Ooh. as well. Uh, it's also um, largely. Um, cruelty free as well definitely it claims to be cruelty free 100 percent and it okay. is also mostly vegan its skincare line is 100 percent vegan and its makeup oh. line some of it is almost 100 percent it's almost 100 percent vegan so just to add that also you know protecting the environment companies protecting diversity yeah these are some companies to yeah. invest in so definitely that yeah. is all of our recommendations yeah and that's kind of like our intro to makeup coming from three you know young women who wear it somewhat often i think we can be quite reliable you know but um thank you so much for for listening and hearing us chat about makeup and you know why it can be so helpful and why it can sometimes be a pain but you know in the most run i think that makeup can really boost I think it really can really boost your mental health given that you can learn how to control it you know mm-hmm. I think if it comes from a good place and if you, you, yeah, if you 
Yeah. If you learn to use it from a good place instead of wearing full face on a daily basis because I didn't want people to see my acne like I used to and now just wearing eyeliner because it makes me feel good, you know? So yeah, if you if you don't use makeup or you do use makeup, I hope you found this episode interesting. And hope you learned something you so new. Much. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed edition of the wafflers making social justice digestible this is ellie and beatrice and dina and can't wait to see you for episode two of season two yeah so. continue listening on to season two, worth looking out for yes thank you yeah thank you so much bye bye, bye.